you've tapped or clicked in to College Volleyball Weekly on Viral Volley Media. Now here's your host, Rob on Mike. All right, good day. On screen with me today, you've got Christina Hernandez of Stetson University of the ASUN Conference, uh, ready to share about the upcoming 2023 season, which all of us are excited to see. Good morning, Christina. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, and I'm looking forward to find out more about the ASUN Conference, the teams, and of course, your Stetson Hatters. So first and foremost, uh, what's the history of the ASUN Conference since its uh, beginnings and uh, fill me up. Um, so the ASUN was basically the first beach conference that was like established when it became a sport, when it was like sand. So um, they were very great about kind of doing that really early. Um, so we've always been a part of that. And for the most part, I think the, the main schools like UNF and FGCU, we've all been in that since the start of it. So that was back in 2011, 2012, when it first became a sport. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, the conference has kind of just continued through the past years, kind of adding a few members here and there. Um, but like I said, for the majority, uh, I feel like um, us, UNF, Florida Gulf Coast, Mercer was also a consistent in there, and now they've left the group. But um, we've uh, we've won six ASUN titles. I believe UNF has four. Um, wow. And that, that is the, you know, span of its length of time here. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's our conference. Well, I, you know, according to my notes is 2012 was the first season, yeah. but, yeah. and as you've stated, Stetson has been at the top or near the top. So mm -hmm. uh, what's, what have you done to keep that going there at Stetson? Because I mean, Winning's hard, especially at the, the the level that you're playing at now, and especially I mean all the talent that's beginning to show up around the nation, not just the you know, traditional coastal states. It's you're seeing Texas Beach, like there's a beach in Texas mm -hmm. besides Padre, of course. But fill us in. Um, so it's kind of been neat, you know. When I first got here, so I got here in '14, so the spring of '14, and at that time UNF had won the first two. And that was all I heard about when I first got here was that, you know, they had been in the championship and they lost the championship to UNF. Um, so that group in general was very, uh, they were juniors by the time I came in, like that first initial group that started the program. So they were very strong willed with like wanting to kind of change that scenario and be that, you know, be that team. Um, so to say that they just totally flew, fell in, you know, feet first, did everything that we asked them to do to kind of do that. Um, I mean, because we won our first championship in 14 in my first season here and they, that group was a big part of that. Like we talk about them all the time. They totally changed the history of our program. Um, and then by 15, that same group, by the time they were seniors, we started to win, you know, against national teams and we're finally ranked nationally. Um, so basically every group that has kind of rolled in after that, um, when you walk into our facility, we have like a tunnel, like a little tunnel from our locker room that goes onto our sand and it's got all these banners and all this history of all the players. So that is always a big spiel and talk for us when we first start season, we first start spring. Um, so there's always this want from every class we have to kind of up the previous class, right. And right. do better than the previous class. So 
the, the history that we have from a program and tra tradition standpoint is so huge right now because we've we have, we've been in the championship for 10 years straight now as a, as a program with the ASUN. And that's huge. Like who wants yeah. to be the, the, the first Stetson team not to be in that <laughs> situation, but it's like every year gets harder and harder, but they have that hunger to do it. Um, and then getting on the wall for us and being on those banners is really important for them. So I just, there's a lot of history and a lot of tradition there and a lot of want to um, really like honor the past from what has happened because we talk about it so much with our program and our team um, and then like I said just really up try to one up you know we talk about this group we talk about our 19 team a lot because mm -hmm. they did something phenomenal with beating USC and they had beaten West Coast for the first time so they're trying to up that class that's kind of their goal right <laughs> now is can we be the team that you're talking about all the time um, because we're constantly bringing up teams and what they were like so I think it means a lot to them to kind of be in that position, even though it does get extremely hard every year. I mean, Florida Gulf Coast has gotten really good in the last couple of years. Like there was a point last year where I was like, oh my gosh, we're, we're like, we're in trouble right now. Um, and UNF has challenged us a lot at points. There were times where it's the same thing. We're sitting there in that championship match and it's getting really close. And I'm just like, this might be it. This might be the time where we're going to lose it. Um, so there's definitely always a lot of conference rival there, but we always, uh, we always just think about surviving and trying to <laughs> strong will past it, but we'll write it as long as we can. Um, that's right. the goal. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. I mean, even looking at last year's standings, all, although it wasn't the best record of all the ASUN teams, I mean, you're still right there with a really high winning percentage. I mean, yeah. 20 plus wins is always great for any team, particularly yes. when it comes to getting NCAA bids and so forth. So mm -hmm. um I noticed on social this week, a few of the, the girls or ladies, women have been uh, rocking some hardware. Is this yes. from uh, what, what uh, happened last year where you got that hardware? Uh, yeah, we got our rings like a couple of weeks ago. So they're pretty, um, pretty excited about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got them, uh, got them in November towards the end of, um, towards the end of kind of fall. Um, they have been waiting for them for a long time, but yeah, we're excited and they're ready. They're ready to battle and get the next one for sure. Yep. Perfect for media day. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'd have to pause there really quick. I'm actually, my daughter was supposed to watch something in the oven and she's not getting it. So I hear one second. I'm going to pause it right here. Sorry. Oh, there we go. All right. I will jump in. Um, all right. Christina Hernandez checking out what's happening across the nation here, but what major changes have you seen in the development and growth of collegiate beach volleyball? Um, ooh, that's a lot. I think fall was a really nice change and very different. And I think we're all still trying to find some tweaks with that as well. But that, that growth in general, I thought was really beneficial, especially for us as a team. We got to play more. Everybody got to play. We got to do a lot of pair stuff. Um, change the lineups, but I, I think we got to really see how different pairs who maybe we thought were like a four or five, you know, how they did against other higher level pairs where in the fall, you know, maybe sometimes we did duels and we maybe necessarily see that because we already assume somebody can be there. So I think that opened up a lot. I thought all of the fall competition, especially the stuff we had in the East was very competitive. And I know the West mm -hmm. had a lot as well, but I think that's just going to continue to help everybody continue to get better and stronger because everybody's having more play opportunities. 
Um, And also, I think the load of it was probably the first time the general like intensity of how many games we're playing, the fatigue of that um, really amp, like really almost mirrored what we feel like during season, right? Where Mm -hmm. I think in the past, we maybe played one day and we play two games and then we're done. So we kind of felt good all the time. And we kind of got to pairs nationals in that last weekend and we were feeling that fatigue and and that was good because it, it it is always at the end of the season learning how to play like when we're kind of in April and May and can we still be really good then so I thought that was great um but I, I think now especially with how the bids are changing and how they're getting awarded it's like everybody has to be really good now right and mm-hmm. and your schedule has to be balance and we've got to get out west and everybody's very good I also think um the east is going to be really strong this year and I'm really excited about it like you asked the you know just thinking about who I think was going to be good and I was like east everything that popped into my mind was like an east coast school and I'm a little biased and I don't see the west very much so I will give them that but um I think there's a lot of strength out here from a lot of teams um and I think that's going to be fun so I think the biggest shifts that happened in the last couple of years that where every game we walk into now is highly competitive. And I don't think that you can kind of really take anybody for granted. I think everybody's getting good. Everybody's getting good recruits. Everybody's getting stronger. Um, and I think that's just going to help the sport grow dramatically and even more as it has. Um, and I really like the structure of the championship. Um, I thought the first round this past, and I know it's going to change again, but I think it's going to be very similar where you kind of have that first round knockout stage. And I yeah. think more upsets are just going to happen. Like that was the most exciting first round I've, I've been to in a while, <laughs> um, where it was like, anything can happen. And all these schools are showing up and you kind of have that March madness feeling of like anybody could win at this point. And I, I think that's awesome. So if I think back to like my first year in 14, when we went, USC was the school, right? And they right. were just better than everybody. And you had, you know, Clays and Hughes were playing together at that point and you weren't going to beat them. And that was like not happening. So I, I think just in that where everybody's, you know, growing and getting more competitive and there's not just one school that, you know, is just going to beat everybody. And, and that's fun and it's great for the sport. So I'm excited about its continued growth and how everything's kind of continuing to evolve. Now you mentioned some pairs uh, competitions uh, and you had some team. Well, I don't know if they're your normal pairs, but I know <laughs> that you had some people at them. Can you share a little bit the fall competition and uh, some of the athletes that competed in those fall competitions? Uh, for our team or just other yeah, teams? for your team? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we're fortunate to be by Tavares. So we had, I think two, two or three out there. I can't remember such a word. Um, but you know, all the East coast schools, so we got like every Florida school is there. Um, our, our returning pair of, uh, Carolina Ferraris and Annette Namaki, you know, they were great and they won the P 1441. Um, and they were in the finals versus FSU, um, with Raylan and Paige. And that was a battle back and forth. And we had honestly, I think we had played them like at that point, five times already in the, <laughs> probably that one weekend. And Carolyn and I were like, why, why are we playing them again? I was like, because it's all right. Um, so that was a huge win for them. I think just overall a really strong tournament, a lot of really good one and two seeds. So they were really successful this fall. Um, Karen uh, Zolnerchkova and Noel Weintraub also had some really good finishes. They finished in the top three of two tournaments and they were our five seed last year. 
Mm -hmm. um, so we're excited about them. They've gotten a lot better. They've grown a lot. They're definitely not going to be down in that five range um, this year. So, <laughs> you know, they're going to be much stronger for us. And then um, we had another pair and it was kind of a combination where it was uh, one of our players named Clea um, and Noel. They finished third as well in one tournament. Um, Clea has been a defender for us, but she's very physical. And one of our blockers were out, was out. So we put her as a blocker and her and Noel just like clicked it off and almost beat Carol and Annette getting into the semis. And we were like, Oh, this is fun. So we were really young last year. We had a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Um, and they're, they're definitely more mature this year, but they've grown a lot and there's a lot of depth. So we've been able to play a lot with our lineup. Um, we had a lot of them have a lot of success, whether we do the same thing or not, we're not sure. Cause I think we've got some, a lot of options that we like. So we're kind of just mm -hmm. playing around with it still and see what's best for everything. Oh, there you go. Coach yeah. keeping it close to the hip. Before yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like to change my lineup a lot once season <laughs> actually starts. Like once season actually starts, I'm like, that's eh, all right. They already know what we're going to do. They can um, just check your whiteboard. Anyone yeah, watching, they can just like, like zoom in. <laughs> back, yeah, I can look at that, but yeah. <laughs> um, now tell us about your whole team this 2023 season and what we expect to see. I know you said that once you get started, you're going to stay with it, but who are some of the key players on your team that will be well, I know all of them will contribute in one way or another, but who are names to look out for if you're just a fan from, let's say, the West Coast who doesn't get to watch yeah. a lot? Yeah. Um, so I thought of it. I love there's so many key players that we have coming back. It's hard for me to pick. <laughs> um, but I mean, Shay, you know, Shay Henson, you know, she was all American for us last year. She's going to be back and she's still got another year after this for us. Um, like I said, everybody was still really young last year. Mm -hmm. um, Carolina Ferraris and Annette, obviously, um, two very strong players. Noelle and Karen, also very good. Um, Audrey Gautier, she was um, at a four seed last year for us. She did, she won her UCLA match. They were very good. She was very good for us at the end of season last year, like went on right. a, I think almost uh, just her win streak at that point with um, her partner, I think they were 11 and one for us at towards the end of the season. So she really took off, off for us at the end. And she, we took her to pairs nationals for ABCA mm -hmm. um, because she was playing so well. And, you know, her and Gabby, who's also returning, did really well. We, against most of the West coast schools playing ones and two seeds and they finished like 15th or 16th, I think in that, um, so she's also going to be better for us um, and be in that there's, yeah, there's just a lot. Most of our kids that are returned and coming back and played for us last year have gotten better um, mm -hmm. and they can play high. And so now, like I said, we're kind of just trying to figure it out, but yeah, that's very long winded answer. I can't <laughs> pick one or two. That's right. If you're trying to keep me. it secret for the other teams for the <laughs> opening of the season. No. <laughs> so Let's go outward within the ASUN conference, which is kind of like a mini preview, we'll say. But who are the teams in the ASUN conference that are preseason favorites? Uh, I know you've already said that's in, of course, mm -hmm. but who are the other ones that other like, volleyball fans should be on the lookout for? Um, FGCU is definitely going to be, you know, they returned a lot. I mean, Madison Permelli, Casey Johnson, um, Dylan Brewer is one of their new freshmen and I really like her. I was really impressed with her in the fall. She's super athletic and dynamic. Um, and she's going to add a lot to that lineup. So they, I don't really think they a lot of lost a lot of big pieces. Um, and they were still very, they were a big challenge for us last year and there's already a big conference rival there. So <laughs> I expect, I expect them to be 
um, you know, in that battle with us. UNF is UNF, and we have a ton of history with them. Um, they lost a lot. You know, they had that kind of fifth-year grad going on for them last year, and they lost yeah. a lot of um, kind of their one-seed stability and stuff like that. But um, they're always really scrappy defensively, and we can anticipate that. Uh, they'll be in that mix in that battle as well. Um, and we lost, you know, we lost um, – we lost Charleston, Wellington, and Mercer. So, you know, they're out of kind of that conversation now. But I would expect um, us, FGCU, and UNF to kind of be in that kind of three-way battle for, for ASUN towards right. the end. Well, you actually brought up an interesting point that I, I skipped over, but it was a it's a new look ASUN conference, all you viewers and listeners. But the departures leaving were College of Charleston, who went to Sunbelt, Jacksonville State to Conference USA, Mercer to Sunbelt, Stephen F. Austin to Sunbelt, and North Carolina Wilmington also to Sunbelt. But yeah. who you bring in, uh, looking on my notes here, is is it Mercer? So you said no, um, no, Mercer, Austin P. Yeah, from the Ohio Valley Conference. So yeah, you lost a lot, but you still have a big conference. So uh, I guess it's I a good problem to have. I know. <laughs> Yeah, we, um, we're having, um, so we don't, we don't have like a regular season conference schedule, so we won't see a lot of these teams until we actually get to the conference tournament at the end of the year, which is always, um, a little nerve wracking, but <laughs> do about it. Yeah. Um, so like Austin P we might play them, but we see UNA, um, we won't see Eastern Kentucky and Central Arkansas. So a lot of that we won't see, but I mean, we we're, we're doing, um, we're basically doing a double limb bracket conference yeah. tournament, um, which are always a battle. In the yeah. Thing. Always exciting. Yeah. You want to see who rises from the ashes after that first I know. loss. Yeah. The, the first two um, titles we won here were coming through the losers bracket. So <laughs> we've, yeah, we've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's look outside the conference now, but who, in your opinion, based on what you see from your end and the chatter, uh, mm -hmm. nationally are the teams to watch? Um, obviously UCLA, I think, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I they think they've been all over, but they returned so much and they got, you know, a couple of transfers in. So I just think from top, like, they're just going to be strong again. And I, I think they have a ton of experience um, and they're, they're going to be uh, probably out for a mission. I can expect that. Yeah, expect they keep that. drawing your Florida girls though. That's uh... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Denenberg's probably always been one of my favorite players. She's just so physical. She's so good. Um, I'm really, I think Grand Canyon's really going to be like, I think it's the same. Like they've got a lot returning um, really strong pairs and players. Uh, so I think that they're going to be just as good and probably upset a little bit more. They did some fun stuff in the fall where I was kind of looking, you know, all we can kind of do is look at the results, but, um, it looked like they did really well. So I, I think out West, those are kind of the two I have pinged right now. And, you know, your usual suspects of Stanford and USC and stuff like that, but I haven't seen them. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to keep an eye on the East there and the Midwest for that matter, just because of, uh, you know, there's so much talent spread about. And it's amazing looking at, at rosters and seeing the talent where where teams are pulling them from. And they're kind of all over the place in a good way. Yeah. All over the world. Let's put it that way. All over the world. Yeah. The roster. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, there's a lot of East. I mean, TCU, obviously, they're yep. going to be really strong again. LSU, FSU. Um, 
uh, South Carolina, I think is hopefully, you know, I, they always, they've got a lot of strong pieces and they've got a lot of experience. So it'll be interesting to see what they can kind of do with that. Um, I feel like they've always kind of been on that bubble of kind of breaking out and, and it, maybe this is the year for them. Um, and, you know, FIU, FAU, I feel like we always have the Florida battle stuff going on with, with everybody, but um, everybody's got a lot of good players. Like I said, I don't think it's anything that you walk in with like some level of comfort. It's just like, we know we have to kind of battle it out over here. Yeah. Um, there's, I, like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of really fun East stuff um and really competitive east teams i think most everybody kind of returned a lot and got a lot if they had some transfers coming in and out so um hopefully we can kind of lump over the west a little bit more this year <laughs> well excellent stuff uh, this is head coach christina hernandez of stetson university looking forward to starting off the season and seeing you on the west coast because you're going to be uh, right up the block right up Pacific Coast Highway from me uh, at Long Beach State. So I'm going to see if I can jump at that opportunity to meet you in person. But yeah, I appreciate you coming excellent. on. Yes, thanks. Thanks for having me. Be sure to follow Christina and her team on social media. Get it trending. You know, people look at these analytics and show that there is a huge interest in collegiate beach volleyball, the Stetson Hatters, and just all of the sport of volleyball. So thank you again, Christina. Thank you. Thanks for listening to College Volleyball Weekly. Be sure to follow Rob Espero at the Rob on the Mic on Instagram and at Rob on the Mic on Twitter.